it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. joined by Kunj today. He is on vacation. I had thought about doing a guest for this week, but I did not really want to subject any other Pinstripe Valley writers to discuss the Yankees at this time. And I had made these plans earlier in the week when the Yankees were really looking depressing. Obviously, they've looked better in the past few days, so we're just going to do a Mike Francesa-style, I guess, riff for... Uh, maybe about 20 minutes or so, just talk about the Yankees and catch up on some things. And hopefully there will just be a little bit less uh, grandeur to it than, say, uh, Francesa might do. But yeah, the Yankees have found their balm for their September and August slump. And of course, it is the Minnesota Twins. Uh, who is surprised by this development? They managed to beat the Twins for three games in a row and... They made the first two kind of dicey, especially the opener of the doubleheader yesterday. That was a 12-inning marathon that was absolute madness in terms of what the Yankees were doing on the field. It didn't seem like they would ever get that extra run. They kept stranding runners. That 11th thing, bases loaded, no one out, jam, turning into nothing, broke my brain a little bit. Uh, Ronald Guzman is not destined to be a beloved Yankees legend, I do not think. But... Hey, they pulled it out. They got the big game-winning hit from Oswaldo Cabrera. Thank God for that. And 
to his credit, Garakul recovered from a shaky start at the beginning of Game 2 to strike out 14 and pitch really well. And the Yankees got an Isaiah kind of prolific grand slam, and Aaron Hicks cleared the bases with a double to give them a 7-1 to win. The Twins are just truly cursed that they're giving that up to the Yankees. Good God. But obviously, the Yankees still have plenty to prove because we've seen them, you know, thump the Twins in the past, even amidst bad times. So the test will resume this upcoming weekend at Yankee Stadium with uh, the Rays. They're coming to town and they, the Rays are just uh, 4.5 games back. Or excuse me, they're five games back as I talk right now. They could be 4.5 back if the Yankees lose to the Twins tonight. But either way, they will not be within chatting distance of getting the East back to a tie. So that's a good development from this week anyway. Uh, you never want to assume wins even against the Twins, but it's, I'm glad that they've uh, been able to sort of right the ship a little bit, even if it has been the most smooth games to have it be accomplished. I mean, it's a four-game winning streak, but feels like really only the last game was a slam-dunk victory. Monday was a little bit stressful too, even though it was 5-2. But the... Last time that we had a podcast on this feed, I uploaded the Twitter space conversation that Josh and Peter and I believe Esteban had on September 1st. And they were talking about Oswald Peraza coming up since that was the news of the day ahead of the weekend race series. And already the vibes were kind of down because the Yankees were coming off that terrible road trip out west when they split with the A's over four then lost the series to the Angels, which you never want to do in the year 2022. So just a continuation of all the August struggles, and maybe they're hoping that the news could maybe spark the Yankees a little bit. Well, it did not happen at all, really, in the Rays series. They were extremely fortunate to not get swept because uh, Aaron Judge scored all of their runs in that series. (laughs) They were shut out in the opener in just a truly embarrassing game. Then they lost 2-1 to one with Judge hitting the only run, uh, home run in the ninth inning. And then they managed to scrap one out 2-1. to one. So, hey, they did the job in the finale, at least. They barely got another run, but wins are wins. And right now, the Yankees are just trying to have the calendar work in their favor. Because for every day that the Rays can't make up a game or just that the Yankees can keep chipping that magic number down, the end of the season gets closer and closer and they can clinch that AL East hopefully sometime soon. They still have a couple weeks to go for that, but at least this week has set them back on track a little bit, we hope. But again, the weekend series against the Rays will be a big test. And then they have some more games coming up this next week. They'll have the Red Sox for two. Uh, they're going up to Fenway for that. And even though the Red Sox have played the crap against the Rays this week, because why wouldn't they? Um, I'm sure the Red Sox will bring it against the Yankees because that's just always how it goes, even in terrible seasons for the Red Sox. So uh, have that. And then next then the next weekend they'll play the Brewers for three up in Milwaukee and the Brewers have been going through a real bad skid they have not played well at all since the trade deadline really the Josh Hader trade did not work out for either teams it seems and they've completely collapsed in the NL Central and they are basically thrusting the NL wildcard spots to the Phillies and Padres even though neither of them are you know lighting the world on fire so even though that's a series of Milwaukee, Yankees should hopefully take care of business there. 
But again, it's a race against the calendar. Hopefully the Yankees can just outlast the Rays at this point because the Rays have just been playing a lot better than them. It's frustrating because they've been playing better, but they are not playing super crisp baseball either. We saw a few base running blunders and some more fielding mishaps by the Rays in that weekend series, and they still won two out of three against the Yankees. So the Yankees had their work cut out for them trying to put the Rays away, trying to make sure that the Blue Jays stay at bay as well. That's not out of the equation either, because the Blue Jays are only, let's see, Blue Jays are only a game and a half behind the Rays in the standings. And they they may have effectively put the Orioles out of this playoff race. The Orioles are now four and a half games back at the wild card after the Blue Jays took three out of four in Baltimore. And that's got to sting for the O's fans. There's a chance that they could get back into it, but I don't know. We're going to keep including them in the rivalry roundup. The outlook is not great in Baltimore for now, though. But the Blue Jays are definitely not fully away in this American League East, and the Yankees will have to play them uh, down the stretch. So that's uh, another concern to keep in the back of your mind. They're six and a half games out, but close enough. And this that's still a team that does not give me good feelings. <laughs> let's, say, let's, let's leave it that way. They are going to be out for the East. They're going to so are the Rays. Yankees going to have to hold them off. And a big part of that's going to be finding someone other than Aaron Judge to get big hits in this lineup because the big man cannot do it alone. We are starting to see, and I'm surprised that it took this long, we're starting to see more teams pitch around Judge and just not let him beat them. The Twins have barely issued any intentional walks this year, and they intentionally walked Judge three times over the course of the doubleheader yesterday. And it makes complete sense. Why let the guy with 55 home runs beat you when he's being supported by a deeply slumping Glaber Torres, who, you know, credit where credit's due. He did, ho- he did homer in the series, so hey, he did his job. But he's not getting a lot of support right now, and right now the Yankees are just all banged up. LeMahieu should probably be on the injured list. Stanton maybe should be there too, just because he's looked terrible since coming off. Foul the ball off his foot the other day. Didn't look good. DJ's power is almost entirely sapped right now because of his toe injury. So he's just a complete zero in the lineup right now. And I know that he's trying to game through it, but a singles hitter is not useful right now. And he's not even being a consistent singles hitter anyway. So the Yankees really can't afford to have this version of DJ LeMahieu in the lineup if he's not going to produce. So he may need an IL stint. And they did talk about that being possibly something that could happen, but... We will see. One guy who did end up going on the IL after several games off is Anthony Rizzo. That's how he got the uh, Ronald Guzman experience yesterday, which I will do not want to relive. But Rizzo is getting headaches from the epidural that he had for his back injury, and the they're causing him headaches, so that's not great. And he's going to be held out until at least Tuesday, basically, because of this IL stint. So right now the Yankees just have to cross their fingers that they can get Rizzo's bat back in that lineup because... Again, Judge is not getting a lot of support right now, and he needs a little bit more. Losing Andrew Benintendi to that freak injury during the race series also just super sucks. I was not like a huge Benintendi guy, but he was a good, consistent threat in the lineup to at least uh, get some singles and doubles. Uh, cracked a couple out, too, but he broke the like a handmate bone in his hand and it's interesting that he's going to have surgery for it but it's not necessarily season ending apparently like Boone had a similar injury during his career and only missed a month and like Benintendi might not have had the handmate bone in the first place it's all very weird it's like 
I don't I don't understand. And I'm not going to try to because I'm not a doctor and I'm not looking at any x-rays or anything like that. So I am proceeding as if Benintendi is not coming back, but if he does, then great. But in the meantime, Yankees are going to have some uh, have some other people step up. We saw a little bit of that with Oswaldo Cabrera breaking his offer with the, the walk-off single and then getting a good night game where he got some hits together. Saw Oswald Peraza get his first career hit and also get several hits over the course of the doubleheader. So I don't know how long the Yankees will keep playing him. I hope they do, but just the way that they've used him so far has been quite sparingly. They'll have, I mean, they have Josh Donaldson on the paternity list, and frankly, he can stay there as far as I'm concerned because he's he was not really contributing all that much to the lineup either. And kind of Falefa looks better at third base than he does at shortstop. So whatever, just keep him there if you really want to play him, and maybe he'll hit like he's got some grand slams in his batter, something like that. So Yankees are desperately trying to find something else in this lineup right now. And they, it doesn't sound like they're going to get like Matt Carpenter back super soon either, which is unfortunate. But again, not very surprising. Once he had that broken ankle, I was like, well, that's probably the season. And they're like, well, he might come back. And maybe he will. But the x-rays that they did recently to check up on it were not promising. So he's still shut down. And they'll just keep rolling on out and hope that they can – find something with this offense. Hopefully they'll get Harrison Bader back. (laughs) I say back. He's never really been with the team. They they traded Jordan Montgomery for him at the deadline. We've litigated that enough, but it's still a dumb trade, and they have to just hope that Harrison Bader can contribute something while Montgomery continues to shut down people in St. Louis. So, great stuff. Great stuff. (laughs) The Yankees are getting some pitchers back. They got Cortez back today. Looks like Severino will make his next turn in the rotation in New York because he is about done with his 60-day IL stint and has been making rehab starts. Looks like they might get Zach Britton back in the bullpen sometime soon. He's been rehabbing. He just moved up to Scranton. He'll be there for a few games. So at least from a pitching perspective, there are some reinforcements coming. But the offense right now is still is looking for more contributors. It's kind of a struggle. We've seen Jose Trevino sort of slip back into a slump. Uh, the offense, again, is just Aaron Judge and his merry men. And hopefully that's enough to carry the day, but it probably won't be. <laughs> I do think that some people on the pitching staff deserve some shout-outs just because it's such an arduous task to pitch without much, if any, run support. And to keep these games close when the offense is just not helping you much and the margins are razor thin, any one mistake could be the ball game. You know, we thought maybe the opener of that doubleheader was going to be lost in the 12th when Marinaccio gave up the Manford man, rather, and weren't sure if you were going to see Yankees rally in the bottom of the 12th. So that's how thin it is right now. But Wandy Peralta has been terrific. I mean, he's been terrific all year long. He's the bullpen's unsung hero because he's the one guy, basically, who has pitched well all year long. We've seen, like, Clay Holmes go through his bad stretches. We saw Michael King go down with an injury. Ron Marinaccio is probably a close second to uh, Peralta in terms of the pure reliability. It's not his fault that the Yankees demoted him in August for no real reason. But... They've been doing their jobs. We've seen Jonathan Lewiska and uh, Holmes have resurgences. That's been very promising to see because they need those guys 
pitching reliably out of the bullpen, preserving these leads. I like the there was an article by Max Goodman of SI.com the other day where he's talking to people on the Yankees about how Marinaccio, Greg Weiser, and Clark Schmidt have all contributed to the Yankees' youth movements in the bullpen. A little mini youth movement, but uh, they've all been taking their spots and doing their jobs, and that's all you can really ask for. But they've been recovering from – there was a, like a – actually, I say they've been recovering. The pitching staff as a whole has been recovering from – there was a little stretch like in early August when it seemed like some days the offense didn't show up and some days the pitching didn't show up. Then the pitching got it together – and then the offense just basically didn't show up for, you know, a month. <laughs> so, great. But at least one side of the baseball was working well. And kudos to the pitching staff. They are pitching their hearts out right now and just begging the Yankees to give them a little bit of help at the bat. <laughs> so, there's that. I'd also be remiss if I didn't take some time to talk about Aaron Judge a little bit more. Because he has 55 home runs and it is September 8th. He has almost a full month left of season remaining. Obviously, there are some off days in there. Then teams will be pitching pitching around him, as we previously discussed. But he has a very good chance to pass Roger Maris and set a new American League record, set a new franchise record with 62-plus home runs. And he is just hanging in there with the actual like home run record pursuit too. I think he's not, he's probably not going to get to 73 with bonds, but he is right close to there. So if he can somehow find a way to keep doing what bonds did back then, which is basically wait out a whole bunch of bad pitches, then hit your one pitch of the night out of the ballpark. He could hang in that race with him. Probably not, but it's the fact that we're even discussing it. The possibility is amazing. And I, this guy is absolutely unbelievable. It's ridiculous that the Yankees did not extend him years ago. That was their fault. And they are going to pay through the nose in the offseason to keep him because they got it. They just can't let this guy walk. Because what is this team without him? They are not equipped to power through without him right now. I mean, we've seen what their lineup has done this year without him. And, yeah, I know that they lead the league in runs. Most of that was accomplished in the first half when other people were contributing but Judge has just kept it going the entire time. Oh, boy. What a, what a dude. What a player. What an outfielder. And what a great team leader, too. We see him with all the rookies, you know, talking to Floral, but like, oh, don't worry about that, like, grounder that could have won the game of the ninth. We'll we'll get it back, and you're going to provide some big hits. And you see him talking with, like, Oswaldo Cabrera. see him talking with Oswald Peraza. And it's just great to see him out there and, I'm fascinated to see where he will ultimately end up by the end of 2022. Hopefully, the Yankees can win a World Series with him, because, or at least get to a World Series, because this is a man who deserves to be on the national stage. He's already on the national stage, really, but he needs to be in that World Series spotlight, man. So, that's our uh, abbreviated update for the Yankees and the Pinstripe Alley podcast for this week. I think it goes without saying. The Yankee of the week is Aaron Judge because holy shit, that guy's awesome. Manfred of the week, um, like I say this with a heavy heart, but I think it's Giancarlo Stan. I know he may have hurt himself a little bit too, but even before then, his his slump was just absolutely crushing the Yankees lineup because this is a guy who once he's hot can carry them just as much as Judge. But when he's ice cold, it's just 
difficult to watch, and you see his timing is fully off. And that's what it was like even before he fouled that ball off the other day. And maybe he was trying to play through something anyway. Maybe the Achilles hasn't fully healed, and they were just hoping to get his bat back, and maybe some things will go from there. But it, it is just not a pretty at bat from him right now. And maybe they will figure something out, maybe not. But, ooh, Giancarlo, please figure yourself out because it is rough. And the Yankees need that second big bat in the lineup right now. Maybe it's Isaiah Conifalefa who homered twice in this series. He should only be a third baseman from now on. We don't need Josh Donaldson. Get him out of here. So, okay. That'll do it, I think, for the Pinstrip Alley podcast this week. You can find us on Twitter at Pinstrip Alley. Follow me on Twitter at Mearns PSA. And I hope you have a great weekend. We'll see if the Yankees can pick up some wins against the Rays and then uh, take care of business up in Boston. All right. Talk to you later.